Okay. So either a sore throat for three days or a cold for three days. And I ask this because currently I am going through a cold. Compliments of the Southwest airplane and people in their germs. And my friend who will not be named, we did not bring her hand sanitizer on the plane and got me sick. Sore throat? Are you serious? Because you can take some spray and numb it and you'll be fine. I think the sore throat is like... I don't know. Well, maybe. Because if I just don't talk to anybody, I guess I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. Sore throat it is. All right. So for you, we are now officially in summer. Mm-hmm. What kicks off the summer for you, and what's one thing that makes your summer complete? What kicks off the summer, I live next to a crab house. Oh, yes. And seeing niggas at the crab house. Okay. Kicks off the summer for me. So getting some crabs, some crab legs, some shrimp, maybe like some Mike's Heart lemonade or something like that. Kicks off my summer along with a cookout. And you said, what was the other question? And what completes it? Like what lets you know, like, okay, like I've done this one thing now I can say like I had a good summer. Like it's not a good summer unless boom, boom. Unless I take a vacation. Okay. On somebody's sandy beaches. Getting somebody's uh, coconut full of some liquor. Okay. Okay. All right. So, I know you are into the makeup tutorials and you do yours. I haven't seen my notifications in a while in our shady trust, but it's quite all right. Okay. So, other than makeup and hair, what is your other secret guilty pleasure on YouTube? Hmm. It's not makeup and hair cooking videos. And hauls. Hauls? What you mean hauls? Like, um, people that buy clothes from, like, all these different companies, and they try it on on their body type. Okay, so mine are pregnancy announcements. Oh, Lord. To the family members. It's so cute. And then I like to watch, I think it's Dr. Pimple Popper. It's not Dr. Pimple, but, like, what she does on there. Okay. And then, like, this show... Where they catch snakes and gators and shit. I know. Because I think you to myself. Other shit. What is like literally you? YouTube will take me down a black hole. I was watching something on TV. I was Animal Planet was on. I couldn't find the remote. So it was a show. And I think they were in Australia. And him and his wife, girlfriend, whatever they are. They literally went around and they like caught snakes. And they didn't finish the episode. Or I fell asleep and I wanted to know what happened. So I found it on YouTube. And then all of these other different videos came up. Mm-hmm. And then with the Dr. Pimple Poppers, in my mind, I'm a surgeon. Here like, we go. I like to perform, like, mini surgeries. Mm-hmm. So I went to look on YouTube to how to find how to do something. And then all of this medical stuff came up. And now when I see stuff, I'm like, yo, I can get that if I need to. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. Okay. So... Yeah, I could just watch it, like, forever. That's my, like, YouTube. My poor baby over here suffering with allergies. You look Girl, so Girl, no, tired. let me tell you something. First of all, first of all. Is it a cold or allergies? It's it's a cold. Oh. Don't back up. Like, don't you do did, that. You part. didn't clarify that. Well, listen. I have sanitizer in my own tissue box. Yes. I'm so happy. So, I specifically said to my friend, she started, like, feeling sick or whatever it was when we was in the trip on Mexico. I just got back. 
I'm like, okay, whatever, we get on the plane, and obviously you're in close proximity, and I always say, like, people always get sick on the plane, but I didn't have my tea in the morning to get my body right and everything else, and I don't know if she sneezed or whatever, but I was just like, where's your sanitizer? And I was just like, it's people like you that get people like me sick on a plane, and I'm like, I'm good, and two days later, bam, I'm sneezing my eyes out. I look like I'm high. You do. But I'm not. So, I guess the lady got tired of me taking the tissues today when I was at work. So, she just handed me the box. And I was just like, thank you. And I said, I hope you're not expecting this back. Because you're not going to get it back. So, I have a new fresh tissue box. And I hope you're not expecting the sanitizer back because I'm taking it too. No. Thank you. You can, you can definitely have it. Whatever you touch, you keep. Whatever, friend. I'm just saying. Thank you. You keep that notepad too. Thank you. <laughs> so, wait. Speaking of summer... Before I get into our recap of 90 Day Fiance. No. Let's get into 90 Day Fiance and then I'll tell the story afterwards. Okay. Okay. Did you... Are you caught up? Yes. What the fuck? Okay. So, I don't know how it is that y'all TV is, is switched up or Comcast or whatever they have doing. These... Arche is ahead. Xfinity has it where you can watch an episode ahead of time. So it's like an early premiere. But it doesn't give you the whole episode. It gives you like 46 minutes of it. But then you're missing like that maybe that last 10, 15 minutes of it. I wish. But I need you to tell me what's wrong with Colt. Colty. How he let her get arrested again. And she said, Colty. I believe Colty called the police. <laughs> Colty <laughs> called the police. I don't care what nobody said. There's no way that they arguing like that. Well... I mean, they also run by white people, and you know, white people like to call the police and shit. So. But I feel like when the police came, and Larissa made a good point. She says, "What did you tell the police officer?" Yeah, because there's no they not unless they had her information. I'm pretty sure they didn't. They would have ran it and saw that she had a domestic. You know. I don't see how they both didn't get arrested. I feel like they both should have gotten arrested. That's what I'm saying. But she made a good point of like, you know, I don't know what it is that you did say, and then Chantel. Poor I saw the Debbie. Debbie. <laughs> Debbie. I did see the preview of Chantel and Pedro's show. I did too. Okay. It was on Facebook. They're Girl. a fucking mess. I cannot wait. The family Chantel. Chantel. Chantel the family or the family Chantel? Something like that. Chantel I, family something. Something like that. I know we got but Chantel you saw her, her, her sister family. has an issue with her man. Yeah, and then they hired. What is wrong with the with their family hiring investigators? They got all I this money got, sitting around. Clearly they do, because I don't. Because I mean, they can give me a couple dollars. Colty, who else? Uh, Jay. Jay and Ashley. I don't like how she tried to get him deported. I, first of all, first of all, hold yeah. the fuck up, hold the fuck up. Now I'm all about you giving me the information of this mm-hmm. group, but they had no fucks given. But his niggas went ahead and just told. Not at all. They had no guy code. They straight said like no, canaries. I, I understand the guy in the burgundy the shirt. Bar, the barbershop owner. Yeah. I understood that. But, but the guy the in the blue, dude, he didn't say anything. I he don't, did well, not say not, anything. Not on camera. On camera, he didn't say anything. But he might have said some stuff. He alluded to things and he didn't not, not say anything. So he had guy code to an Bullshit. extent. And they saw how he walked out there. The whole time he was probably trying to see where he can get in with them. I don't them. think so. Nah. I didn't see it like that. I think he was just trying to comfort her. I can't wait to see the next episode. But like, I don't like the fact that, and this is how I feel about it, like, don't play with immigration. Yeah. I don't like the idea of because whatever it was that happened, 
now it's okay. I'm going to get you arrested and I'm going to get you deported. I don't like that person. So here's the situation. Jane got caught having sex with a client in the bathroom, the bathroom of Bing the um, barbershop. Barbershop owner called uh, Ashley and he told her, he showed her the video of him and Jay getting into a fight. Ashley was on her way home and he finally answered the phone and said, yes, all of that happened. Then they get to the house and she's like, okay, you need to leave. Okay, he's leaving. He's outside at this point. He's standing outside of the house. And she's like, you need to leave before I call the cops. Then she turns around and calls the police and says, me and my husband got in an altercation. I'm outside. He's inside. But he's an illegal immigrant. Yeah, I don't like that shit. Then the police come. And Jay is black. Ashley is white. The police officer is white. I think he handled it well, the police officer. But Jay is fucking scared. Uh, yeah. The justice system is not set up for any not anybody of color not to only win. That. He is not from here. Exactly. He has, he has no family to go. Exactly. So you kick him out. Where does he go? Where is he going? But also, Ashley's a dumb bitch. He is fucking twenty years old. And you expect and a twenty-year? Thank you. Stop. He don't have the same mindset you do. I don't think. Now he should have done what he did, but I don't think she's all the way there, personally. No is been, the friend. You don't been engaged two other times. Yeah, no is the friend. Out. No, nor is the friend. The friend sat next to Jay. Jay called her over and said, "Hey, um, like I know what I did was wrong, but I don't think she should have called the cops." And she was like, "I mean, the friend was like, well, I think, I think this was the easiest way.'" And I was like. I see. I would understand if he was getting rowdy or anything. So they did have a scene where Ashley put she her hands. Him, yeah. She pushed him, and he was trying to grab her hands. Right. So it kind of looked like they were having a shoving match. So they right. the girl broke them apart. But I don't feel like she should have called the police. You better all leave them white was... gals alone. <laughs> That's hey, all I'm gonna say. You better come through with the accent. That's, all, come I'm, with that's the... all I'm gonna say. Okay. Yes, girl. But, and then Pal had her baby. Yes, they are so cute. Okay, they're still boring to me. But, I thought it was cute how he pulled the baby up. But you know, he fell asleep. I saw like a bone asleep. Would you have been okay if your husband fell asleep in labor? You know, a cool ass probably would. Well, her labor was different from my labor. First of all, I don't know how he went to sleep. Okay? If I'm screaming in pain, I don't know how the fuck you going to sleep. To when sleep. I was in labor, I wasn't in pain. They had to come and look and say, oh, you're dilated. Let's start pushing. Or like part of his head right. was coming out. And I was like, I didn't feel it right. because I had drugs. So I don't know how did he went to sleep. Did you get an epidural? I damn sure did. You I waited until I was like four centimeters. Numbed off? Yes. After my second pregnancy, I felt some back pain. A little bit of back pain to be quite, quite honest with you. It was some back pain. But I think after having two needles stuck in between your spinal cord, I'm pretty sure you're going to feel like some back pain. But did you, did the spinal, the epidural itself hurt when you got stuck? I mean, I watched that on YouTube too. It didn't hurt. It just was like a little pinch. It didn't hurt. It's just crazy to know that this really long ass needle is about to go in your back. And it could, if you move, you could be paralyzed. How did you not move? Um, the first time I was holding my Josh. No, I was actually holding a nurse. I told a nurse to hold me like I was her daughter because right. I was scared. And then the second time I was holding Josh. Like I was like bear hugging. I was like, I didn't breathe. I was holding my breath. I was scared. 
my god! Like just the fact that to know that this long ass needle can paralyze you. I did not move. I did not breathe. I did not sneeze. I did not pee. That would make me not want to get it because I fuck around and just. Bitch, you gonna want it? That pain mm-hmm. at four centimeters. I can imagine what it's like. At I couldn't imagine how how what what it feels at ten centimeters just to do a natural. I can't. I'm sorry. They're going to have to give me something else. But, all right. So, you know, I just came back from Mexico. hmm Okay. So, first of all, one thing I don't understand is why people go all the way to a place where there's nice, pretty blue water and they don't get in the fucking water. They just stay by the pools. Girl, it's for life. Um, It's for Instagram and Snapchat. Girl, and I was over it. We get out there and my friends, they're over by the pool. And I saw about three iguanas just chilling in the shade. I'm like, y'all made me think about dancing iguanas by Raven. Go ahead. Listen, I was just like, I'm not here for it. Uh, let's go over to the ocean, the beach, whatever. Waters was a little rough. It's okay, Alice can swim. My one friend goes in. She's got her hair wrap on, her sunglasses, her her earrings in. Why you want to do that? I don't know. So she's all like, when the waves come, y'all have to jump back. You have to jump with the wave. I'm like, all right, bet. We jumping with the waves. I'm cool. Okay, I'm riding this. I'm not getting as wet. All of a sudden, I see her go under. Okay. All right. That's fine. Going about my business. So I'm looking. Like, now I'm trying to stay a little closer to the thing. I'm trying to, like, go back over to, like, where the stand is or whatever. And the waves keep coming. All of a sudden, I look to my left. I saw something black low to the ground in the water. I start screaming, get out. Get out. Everybody, I'm I'm trying to spread. Sprint. Here comes the wave. It just took me over. I tumbled and I stood up and there was like a little dip and I took the yet and I got again. My friend, she had braids in her hair. I just remember being under the water and I grabbed her braid. And I knew it was her, but I let go, but I had to get up at the same time. I had to get up. Luckily, thank God, it wasn't at her edges and her braid didn't come out. It did slip a little bit and it come out. Guess what the black thing was? What? Somebody's shirt. I thought it was a stingray. Coming up close to the water. I didn't know what it was. It wasn't my job to figure out what it was. But I couldn't breathe. Like, in that moment, I thought, so it's to the left of me, and I'm trying to go diagonally. Like, I was like, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. And I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to yell for my friends, like, we have to be safe here, okay? I couldn't get the words out because I fell. And then I couldn't catch my breath. You know I have <laughs> eczema, okay? And then oh I got under God. again and think, God, my friend's braid was there. So I caught her. So shout out to Alexis with the braid because I didn't die and it wasn't a stingray. It was a fucking someone's black shirt. But Dwayne lost her sunglasses and her earring. Now, I don't know why she got in the water with it. She looked very stylish, but the ocean didn't care. Not my bad. Okay. And I don't know if she thought somebody was about to go out there and look for her. I said, let me get my ass out this fucking water because I'm not jumping backwards when nobody waves again. Okay. Well, we did get some nice pictures. I bet. Okay, so fucking yesterday, so yesterday I went with my friend Janine, we went to go to the Crime Junkie podcast, mm-hmm. they had a, don't even do that, mm-hmm. go ahead, thank I'm you, listening. I'm listening. they had a taping out in D.C., and we were just, it's about crimes and different things, so we were talking about that, and she was saying, like, you know, where she lives, she was like, there were some recent, like, break-ins going on, so we having that conversation, I used to stay out there too, whatever, I was like, alright, I'm gonna go over to Giant, the grocery store. I go over there and, like, not even thinking. I'm just, let me hurry up and pull up. I had to pee. I don't have time to think about where I'm parking. Let me just get out the car. I come back out to bring the car down. I'm on the phone. I see a truck, like an SUV or whatever. I see somebody's in there. You know when, like, 
you see a nigga looking at you, so you look like, yes, I see you. Hello, mm-hmm. like, I nodded up. And something was like, look back in the car. So I dropped the card off. I turned around. Guess what was in the passenger seat? What? This nigga, someone else was sitting in the passenger seat with a skeleton mask on. No. Arshay. No. Mind you, someone just got shot in the head. This woman was shot out there or whatever. It was a couple days ago. When I tell you, and it's crazy because something was just like, look over. like, And I did like a double take. But something was just like, okay, like, don't look visibly shaken. Play it cool. And like, I made a gesture to what I acknowledge. Like, I see you. Like, I I see you. I never got to my car so fucking fast. And thank God. And my mother always told me, like, always have your keys out ready to go in your car. Thank God I didn't have a shit ton of groceries. Like, I literally just took everything. I just tossed it in the bag. I got in the car. I didn't even close my door all the way before I drove off. I have never been so fucking paranoid. No, because I think to myself, like, I'm a person. I, like, I walk and text. So what Mm -hmm. if I had had my head down or whatever it is, and they just hopped out the car and anything could have happened. But I don't think he was expecting to see me see him. But I made the gesture like, nigga, I see you. I was so fucking scared. Like, and I, and I guess for me, I should have parked my car closer. But again, in the moment, I'm like, let me just get in the fucking grocery store and let me come out. I should normally park closer to the entrance. But this time, I was far back out. So I was just like, fuck. Like, when I saw the car, I was just like, don't look too alarmed. But you need to hurry the fuck up and get to your car. First of all, I didn't go do nothing. Nothing. But I didn't want to go in the morning. That's the thing. So that was my fault. I'd rather went in the morning than go out. I don't do nothing at night. Nothing. Not one bit. Like, have you ever been in a situation where, like, and it didn't help that we just came from the crime show that we were watching? Of course not. That's just like watching a scary movie and trying to go to sleep. Girl, okay? But, like, have you ever been in a situation where, like, something don't feel right? And you just know you need to get the fuck out of there before anything pops off. That's everything. And then you leave out and you're like, Damn, had I not left, have I done had I done anything differently in that moment, something would have popped off or could have popped off. Yeah. Oh there are a lot of times I feel like that. Same. And the thing is like when I used to live out there, like I used to like be outside at night just walking by myself. It's like twelve, one o'clock in the morning, just walking. When I used no to live given. in Southern Maryland, I used to <laughs> I used to do some stupid shit. Same. Like, we would just get off the bus, or sometimes we would have to walk from the train station all the way back home. Yeah. Because the bus, like, stopped running. I used to do it just because I didn't fucking feel like taking the bus. Mm -hmm. And then we used to also, we used to also get rides from just random ass niggas. But I I wouldn't do it by myself. I would always make sure it was, like, either three or four of us. Right. And one person driving. Okay. Now, see, I just think to myself, like, what, again, like, what if I was looking at my phone? What if I hadn't noticed him in the driver's seat? Mm-hmm. What if I had been fumbling with my keys? But, like, when I just think back to the stupid shit I used to do, like, I really used to walk around there at night. And mind you, like, people would always say, like, oh, this person, this girl got raped or whatever it was, and someone got stabbed out, and I'd just be like, well, I ain't never seen nothing bad. Being stupid fucking oblivious. I'm mm-hmm. like, whatever. And I used to be walking with my headphones. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. I'm in my phone. But... I don't know if it's because I'm getting older that I'm just not about that life no more. Mind you, I had on fucking flip flops. And I'm like, shit. If something pop off, bitch, where are you running? 
Shit, I gotta kick these shoes fucking, off. I don't keep fucking right. I'm like, can I kick my shoes? Like, literally, all those thoughts were coming to my head in that moment. Within that, like, ten seconds, mm-hmm. I was just like, can you take your shoes off and run? Are you gonna get to this car fast enough? Like, are you about to? What you about to do, Alex? How you about to act? Okay. What you about to do? Okay. Into who? I'm alive though. Thank God. So, have you heard about this Kylie Kim Jordan? Saga. Yes. So apparently there is a clip floating around. So, you know, they're getting towards the end of the season for the Kardashians. And Kim is on the phone three-way with, um, it's Kim, uh, Courtney, Chloe, and Kylie. And they're on the phone and Kim says. That's a four-way call. Whatever. Okay, sorry, friend. My bad. Sorry, sorry. She's on the phone with her sisters and she's like basically saying that, you know, Kylie put Jordan on to feed her family. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Jordan Wood's father was a producer on um, Fresh Prince. the French Principality. And some other stuff. Right. So, she had money. So, what you saying, sis? And then Jordan claps back and said that, you know, she's always worked hard. Now, I will say this. Yes, Jordan always had a bag. Mm-hmm. But I think she got more recognition. For being Kylie's, Kylie's friend. friend. Yes. And I will say that her friendship with Kylie did probably come with some perks and it put her on. Because it would have been like, who's Jordan? Mm-hmm. I do agree there. But to sit there and say, Kim, you got put on because... You was fucking Ray J. You was fucking Ray J. And your family got... Your dad got put on because he was... And then turn OJ Simpson, OJ. Mm-hmm. and then your siblings got put on because you was doing what you was the doing for AJ on tape. Mm-hmm. So, what are you saying? She's not wrong. She's not wrong, but the way she said it was like, if it wasn't for you, Jordan would still be homeless or some shit. Like, bitch, she already had money. Right. She just wasn't well-known, and she never wanted to be well-known. And see, for me, shit like that makes me want to grind even more. Mm-hmm. And I think Jordan... she's on Grownish now. Yeah. I haven't seen her in the episode yet, but she's on Grownish. And she, she has been securing a little bit more mm-hmm. bags now. But I would say this. I feel like Jordan, she does need to... You appreciate where you came from, but I feel like for me, if I was her, that's more push to do what I need to do. But people were kind of like... In the comments, they were saying, like, you don't, don't let this white woman come up here and say that you that she made you or whatever the case or whatever the situation is. But then I kind of look at it like with Karuchi or Chris Brown. Karuchi, nobody even know who you are. I'm sorry. Or as quickly as they did if you were Chris Brown's ex-girlfriend. I'm sorry. That's, that's kind of how I feel. Now, Karuchi has gone on to do her thing, but I remember Chris Brown had went ahead and he had said something about that. Like, you know, you wouldn't be who you were if it wasn't for me. And I don't like people saying things like that. Mm-hmm, but it is the truth. But it's the truth. It's, it's, it's a bit of the truth. We're moving past them. On to the BET Awards. Okay. Friend, did you watch the BET Awards? All right, so I watched Bits and Pieces. I saw Mary. I went back. I watched Cardi and Offset perform. I saw that my girl Rihanna was there. Uh, That's about all I saw. Okay, so Marseille Martin. Is that how you say her name? I saw what she went. First of all, her motherfucking face. Okay. okay. She always Yo, is giving us memes, but her face, she was like clearly, she clearly didn't know she was going to win that. Now, you, 
Now, I'm sorry, when it comes to the BET Awards, it's like, okay, so it's no surprise. You think so? D- yes. Do you ever see sometimes some people that they put in the categories? Yeah. I'd be like, come on now. I don't remember all of the, who was in the category, but I was like, Marseille, really? For like five years. You just Nicki had Minaj. Your stop. Nicki Minaj was up against some rappers that nobody, nobody really knew, so of course she was going to win. Now, I did see that Nicki went ahead and she posted her little shady comment about BET having their low ratings, and she was saying, well, that's what you get when you disrespect them, blah, blah, blah. Nicki, shut the fuck up. I get tired of her. I'm like, I know every black woman is a queen, but I'm so tired of hearing queen. <laughs> tired. I'm tired of it. I'm just sick of Nikki. Okay, I'm sick of her. I really like. I love me some Cardi B, but I kind of feel like Megan should have won. Eh. Really? I'm just getting into my Meg The Stallion groove, but I'm sorry. Like Cardi's, I've been a Cardi fan from her mixtapes. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe she's just too oversaturated to for me. To me, Cardi is very oversaturated right now. But I think the reason that people fuck with her is because she's who she is. Like, she's very, she's herself. She's not putting on this facade. She's just her. And I think that's the difference now. Skill-wise, lyrically, okay, yes, you could say Meg Thee Stallion's better than her. And you could definitely say Nicki Minaj is better than her. But I think the difference between the two is that Cardi is more personable than what I would say a Nicki Minaj is. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, like, it's like... She just does these characters, but like I just get tired of the shit. But I don't, I don't feel like I know you. I don't feel like I connect with you. Like you don't give me any sense of vulnerability. Versus Cardi, she could be Cardi could be any one of us. Cardi gives me a bit of vulnerability. She gives me a little inside scoop to who she is, and I don't ever really feel that way with Nicki Minaj. And I'm sorry, but Cardi's invasion of privacy was a whole fucking bop, start to finish, except for the song breaks. I hate that fucking song. I'm overpressed. Over. I like the song when it's loud. Mm-mm. That's a long. That's a loud song. I'm tired of it. Tired. But I do like Meg Thee Stallion, and I do like the City Girls. Yes. And everybody's into Lizzo, so I saw a bit of her performance. I didn't know what a okay. I didn't know who Lizzo was. I she didn't was know nothing. Girl. No, I know now. I didn't know who she was. I didn't know what song she was singing, and I felt so bad because I was like. Is this real? Yeah. See, I've... Maybe I need to give her music a little bit more chance. I don't like it. It's too animated for me. But maybe I'm just being biased. I don't know. Maybe I have to sit down and give her a listen. I don't know. I, I don't particularly care for her, her music, but yeah. I'm really proud of her. Especially for being a plus size woman. She came out there. She looked good. She yeah, she was, do- she was doing the damn thing. Yeah. Especially with that damn flute. Yeah. Singing twerking and giving you flute for you bitches yeah she did her thing however i just don't i don't know you know me i'm not really into music like that so if i get into a song i like it that specific yeah. song and her her music i would say i don't particularly like because i never heard it so let me just be honest i never heard it so i don't like it i didn't like right. the song that was performed i didn't like it same now what did you think i saw the central park five yes what did i think about what them being there? Not what did you think about it. I was just saying, like, what's his name? Corey? Mm-hmm. He, I think one thing, like, that people need to realize is that these people, they're now reliving this. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Corey has, it's evident that he hasn't grasped everything. He hasn't 
And that's traumatic, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's not, I don't mean to be rude or no apply way to say this, but he's definitely not all there. And He might need some therapy. All I, of them I, do, but I think he might need I some therapy. Think he, I more. definitely think that he does. And he just doesn't look, every time I've seen him in interviews, he just doesn't seem comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. I hate to say he it. He might not like, be in the limelight. Some people ever, don't like that. I just, have you ever met a person like who's ever been incarcerated for a long period of time? No. Yes, yes. They're just never the same. And he, like, it's like I could tell, like, you were locked up for a while, and I could tell that really fucked with you. Mm-hmm. And it scares me that all of this is going around, which I think it's great and needs the notoriety, but it scares me to think of, like, okay, like, how is he handling reliving this? Mm-hmm. Like, is someone really generally checking on him? Not just to hit the story for the ratings, but, like, is he having that therapy? Is someone really checking on him? Because he gives me kind of... Suicide vibes? Yes. He gives me those vibes. Like, and I hate to say it like that, but I wouldn't be surprised because he he was there the longest. Mm-hmm. And he literally just went down to check on his friend. Literally, you know? Mm-hmm. And... They were out, and he had to stay in. And just even from the 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 actual, like, confession tapes or whatever it was, he already kind of seemed like he had a bit of a delay. And then just seeing that now, that delay encompasses with him going to, you know, be incarcerated. Like, there's definitely a bit of, I can't even describe it, but he definitely concerns me. And I think... People need to watch, and I pray that people are more mindful about it. It gives me kind of like a Khalif Browder vibes. Like, he was out. He was doing interviews. He was on BET. He was talking about it, but he hadn't dealt with it. Mm-hmm. And then in the midst of him getting his justice, you know, he took his own life. And that's kind of the feel that I get from Corey when I see him. So I just hope and I pray that, you know, he is getting some type of treatment. Yeah, some people that are in jail for a long time they're so used to it just being one specific way and then for you to get out and then especially going out at that age flooded yeah you get money coming at you you got news reporters yes. you got all these yes. different things coming yes. at you at one time they become overwhelmed and they don't know how to deal with it so i do think he needs some type of therapy i do kind of i did kind of see that delay in a little struggle when he was like reading he didn't feel it didn't feel com- he didn't feel comfortable to me Right. He doesn't so, even feel comfortable telling his own story. To me, it doesn't even sound like he, like he's comfortable with it, like he can really articulate it. And I know someone who spent a lot of time back and forth from when we were in middle school being locked up. He is currently locked back up again. And I remember when he got out, just having a conversation and we like hung out. It's like, I could tell your formative years, you were locked away. Mm-hmm. Because the way you react to certain things, like it's like, it's not normal. Your thinking is not normal. Your reaction to things is not normal, which makes sense. But it's just like, it's almost as if like I'm constantly speaking to a child in a grown man's body. Mm-hmm. So I just, I hope and pray that he is getting some type of therapy and that people aren't just using this as a publicity thing and a press thing. Like, check in on him. He's the only one who's not married. He's the only one who stayed in New York. Like, please check in on him because he does not appear to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine having to tell the story over and over and over and over again. He's reliving that. And it's very evident that he's reliving it. So. You might have PTSD. I, I Oh, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. 
Of course. Did you see Mary J. Blige perform? First of all, okay, that was Hello. a performance. That was a experience, okay? Now, Mary, I love Mary, but she did look a little over it. She was just like, all right. She was. I'm here. She was over it. Ooh. But she was like, yep, y'all don't have no bitches that sound like me. Y'all not about to give none of these little white bitches a turn to come up here and pretend like nope. they so fool, nope. okay? Nope. I'm going to get up here and do my own motherfucking tribute she did to good. myself, okay? Kim did good. Yes. Method Man did good. I'm looking like a whole snack. A snack. So good in that white. He was, he's a snack. He, he is. Jesus. He did amazing. She did so good. I like, I had to turn on the what's the four one one of the car the other day. And like, <laughs> Mary has just had like, she's such a vibe. Mm-hmm. She's such a bop. Mm-hmm. Like, I can never get tired of Mary J. Blige. Girl, like, she's one person I need to stay in at the TV singing every song. She was getting it. And that body is popping. Girl. That body is popping. Mm-hmm. Okay. She Shit. was like, yes, it's a lot of hair, but I'm here to... I was like, you better give it to them, Mary. They not she ready for so you. I wasn't ready. They wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. Shout out to Don't Mute DC. Yes. Shout out. They did that. Shout out. I didn't Ms. see Regina it, but I heard Hall. about it. So shout out to them for it. Regina Hall did her thing. Taraji P. Henson did her thing. I didn't know Regina Hall was from there. From DC? Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew Taraji was. I knew Taraji was. And then they had um, um, EU up there, Sugar Bear from D.C., okay. playing the go-go at the entry. Like, the entry. The entry. What is that shit called? The beginning. Thank you. Thank you. I'm struggling okay. right now. It's okay, fine. But they did, they did their thing. They was doing a lot of uh, D.C. jokes. It was funny. It was nice. I think only the D.C. people understood. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's the thing about it. That is the thing about it. I can say I didn't know what a go-go was until I moved to, to U of E.S. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, okay, this is a y'all music thing. Yeah. Okay. All Mm -hmm. right. Uh, But shout out to them for that. I really appreciate that. So, all right. Keeping it local. (laughs) In Hyattsville, there's an apartment. This is the same apartment complex that I went to visit in. And I lied and I told them that I was like a doctor because I wanted to see inside the apartments. And they're very nice, by the way. Where's that? It's in the art district over by uh, Bus Boys and Poets. Okay. So... These black women, they were, I guess they were at the pool area. There's mm-hmm. a rooftop pool. And they were trying to decide if they wanted to move into the place. They were over there in their bathing suits and they were drinking. And this white resident comes over to them and he starts yelling at them. You can't be here. You can't be drinking around the pool. You can't be wearing that. Yada, 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 all this other stuff. And apparently, like, he would bother them outside off of the property as well. And his excuse was that he was autistic. And his autism made him act out like that and then the next day the same another set of women oh really complained about the same white guy and he blamed it on autism wait what it was two two incidents happened one about the pool they brought some glassware okay yes with the wine yeah right and he was saying you can't do that you can't have this blah like you said earlier right then the next day the same thing happened so they reported it to police Two times on the same guy. They finally identified who he was, and he blamed it on him having autism. Now, I am a parent of a child that has autism. Right. Autism comes in all different shapes and forms and sizes. But for you to blame it on autism, for you being racist and rude and disrespectful, is disrespectful. And ignorant. And that is why I have a problem with, I think, in this society where we slap so 
many labels on things and people and we allow them we've come to a point where we've allowed them to use it as an excuse for why they act the way they act autism is one thing in itself and there's a variety of different there's a variety on the spectrum mm-hmm. but that ain't gonna make you act a fucking fool like that you know what you was doing stop it you know what the fuck he was doing exactly so why he went ahead and he opened his mouth and he tried to say that oh it wasn't no but apparently the ladies decided that they didn't want to stay there and they're going to be looking elsewhere for residents. Well, I would too, but people say that they have mental illnesses when they don't because it's easier to plead insanity of course. when charges are being brought upon you. So that's one thing. And then two, like I said, it's ignorant to use some shit when you really don't fucking have it, okay? Yes. That's what you're not going to do. You know what? I was having a conversation with someone and... We were talking about, like, just mental health and different things. And I was saying, you know, in the workplace, I saw this article. Oh, my God. What did she, I'm trying to think of how she said it. But she was just like, you know, we are so open. We are so forgiving and so whatever it is when it comes to mental health or mental illness that we allow it to be an excuse. Mm-hmm. She says, but at what point are we going to hold people accountable for what they do and why they do what they do? And I had this conversation a while ago with someone I know. And she was saying, like, you know, I have anxiety, I have this, and I have that. And I said, yeah. But at the end of the day, your place of business doesn't care. I said, when your job hired you, they hired you to do your job in spite of. And every now and then, they'd be be like, okay, you know, I get it, I understand. Take your time. But at the end of the day, when shit needs to get done, they don't want to hear that. So you have to put yourself in a position to where... You learn to work through those things. And I hate when people fucking use certain things as an excuse because then when something is really going on, it, it, I feel like it takes away. Mm-hmm. It takes away and it makes people be like, oh, my anxiety is why I can't do this. No. Or I couldn't go to work today because of my anxiety. Or, you know, like that may be, but you have to learn to work through that shit. And I hate, especially when it comes with like, when you look at these, like when people are blowing up schools and shit like that or whatever oh he was autistic but that don't mean nothing autism doesn't make you decide okay i'm gonna go shoot up the school exactly it doesn't make you do that so that's my pet peeve with it um you think they'll kick the van out i think something needs to happen are they gonna put him out because he's a paying resident no money talks and that's just point blank period but I don't think that apartment building is going to want that negative connotation. I get it. But at the end of the day, money talks. If they haven't put them out now, they're not putting them out at all. That is true. That is true. All right, Arshe. We have our our section, our yes. topic for the day. So our black ass... Oh, before we get into our black ass um, talk, I wanted to... I wanted to shout out... And this is a real person, you guys. Do not make fun of this person, okay? Her name is Mayor Joanna. Doctor. I'm sorry. Doctor Mayor Joanna Pepsi. Okay? I'm very proud of you being a lady of color. And then the fact that you have not such an appealing name like I do. My my first name is R. Shay. Alex says it all the time, even though it's clearly Shay and Alex, but it's okay. All right, that's your name. People 
people don't know how to pronounce my name, I would say Archie, and they spell it Ashley, Archie, all these different things. So, sis, I understand. And then the fact that a lot of people, especially in the classroom setting, when we have very urban names, a lot of our um, Caucasian teachers uh, assume that we're not going to stand up to Ashley's or Courtney's or Brianna's uh, standability when it comes to academics. And I want to prove you bitches wrong. She is a PhD, Dr. Pepsi. I wonder how... Okay, let me ask ask you this. With your name and getting frustrated when people don't pronounce it right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have a very common name. It's spelled a little different, but people always... And I just feel like it's not difficult. But... If your name, being that your name is not as common, were you the student who got mad when your teacher didn't pronounce your name properly? Yes. Yes. So I get mad when people don't pronounce my name, period, at all. So how I introduce myself to people is, my name is Shay. Right. That's it. Right. Because you can say Shay. For some reason, people can't say Arshay. I don't know why. I'm not looking for you to spell it because it's only five fucking letters. I'm not looking for you to be a doctor or whatever. Right. It's just five letters. Just just call me Shay, please. But I mean in the sense of like, I can see like, let's say I'm reading the attendance in class mm-hmm. and I don't know how to pronounce it. Like I knew this one student, oh my God, when I was in school and she used to get so mad. And it's just like, if I saw your name, it's not phonetic. I would say it this way and I'd be like, on one end I'd be like, why are you mad? I can't help the way that your mama spells your name, you know? And if that's how I'm reading it, mm-hmm. now, I think there's a difference if then afterwards I still choose to pronounce it differently. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of feel like... In elementary if, school, if, I didn't care. If that's not... My, my point is this. If your name, if people read things phonetically most, for mm-hmm. the most part, if people are used to seeing that, I think you should ask. And I'll say, I'm sorry, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correct. But I wouldn't get mad. Like, my fiance's name is Ada Kunle. And, like, he, like, he'll go to, like, a restaurant where he'll be like, it's Alex. Or, like, whatever it is, so that people don't mess it up. And I'd be like, no. Like, give people the opportunity to learn to say your name. Give people the opportunity. But you, but so that he eliminates the embarrassment or whatever it is, he's just like, I don't want to say it. And I'm just like, why? Give them that opportunity. So would you, like, if your child's name was Shapika, hypothetically speaking, and you didn't spell it in a way that looks like Shapika, are you going to get mad if I'm the teacher and I'm looking at it and I don't know how to pronounce it? No, because I struggled with that in elementary school and middle school. When I got into high school, I was just like, okay, Arsha, your name is not common at all. So you need to just get the fuck over it and either have these people call you Shay or just know that they're probably just going to call you whatever and look to hear for your last name. Because sometimes when we had substitute teachers, they would just say whatever they thought my first name was, right. and then Moss. So then I would catch on to the Moss part, because I knew my name came after such and such person, right. and in between the other person. And that's what I'm saying. So I would look for my name to be right. called, like, all chopped and screwed up, and then I will just be like, I'm here, it's our shade, it's fine, no big deal. Gotcha. So moving but on moving topic. on to our black-ass topic, so... Miss Alex, you are getting ready to get married, yeah, and yeah. you have some single friends, correct? Yes. All right. Should married women or men have single friends? Um, 
I definitely understand why married people hang with married people and my single people hang with single people. But in my situation, my single friends were my friends before I was engaged, before I was with my fiance. So what doesn't it matter? However, in making new friends, I'm more likely to have more in common with the person who may be in a long-term relationship than someone who's single. Mm-hmm. And we may do different things together. Okay, so should married women or married people, should married people have single friends? Yes or no? Yes. Do you feel like single people play a negative role in your marriage or in the influence of your marriage? No. So when I was when I first got into a relationship, let me say this. I see how people in relationships feel left out when they go out with their single friends Mm -hmm. because they feel like they're missing something. I get that. And I also see how single people feel like they're missing something by not being in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, I mean, I'm secure in my relationship Mm -hmm. to where I'm not going to feel influenced by what's going on. Just because I'm in a relationship, that doesn't mean I can't turn up. Now, that doesn't mean that if a dude wants to buy a drink, that's fine. You ain't going to get my number. Mm -hmm. But if I'm feeling thirsty, go right ahead. (laughs) I'm just saying, but I will say that it can be, there are definitely some types of, some conversations that I feel like I can't participate in because I don't want my friends to feel like, well, because you in a relationship, you coming off as this know-it-all. Okay. So let me tell you why I asked this question. I have a friend who has a mother-in-law who feels that married people should not have single friends. Now, I personally feel like that person's friends was there before and will always be there after. Now, not saying, you know, that the husband and wife are going to divorce, but if they do, the friends are going to be there after. Right. Okay? I'm not going to drop my friends because I'm married. The things we do are going to be different. I can still turn up with you and still be your friend, but you don't know the context of our friendship. You don't know what I'm getting from this friendship. This friendship can be the reason why we're still married, why we're still in a good place, or it could be just them minding their business, seeing how right. I'm doing. Right. So I feel like that particular friend's mother-in-law needs to know boundaries. Right. And I feel like married people can have single friends because I have yeah. single friends. I think and it's needed. Yeah. I mean, they don't put a negative, like I said, they don't put anything negative in my head to say, oh, you shouldn't be. If anything, they're just making me aware I'll that the dating scene is horrible. I will say this. <laughs> yes. My friends definitely reconfirm that for me. <laughs> However, I will also say my friends respect my relationship. Exactly. They respect my fiance. So I think that's the difference. Now, if you are... My friends have never discouraged me. Oh, girl, fuck that nigga. Mm-hmm. You should be single. Exactly. Now, I do know of some males who, do who are married, and their friends are single, and they're like, oh, you know, da 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 And it's just like, no. And for me, it's like, that's not your friend. Mm-hmm. Because your friend is going to be your friend whether you get married, whether you're single, whether you're broken up, whether you're in a situation. They're going to be your friend regardless. My relationship doesn't have anything to do with our friendship. Or it shouldn't. Who is easier, easier um, persuaded? I think men. I agree. I was getting ready to ask you that. Because I feel like, again, women, like, I feel like women generally, we, we're pretty respectful. It's kind of like, yes or nigga, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I can say that my friends, like, they know, like, not like Alex, those are her dude, like, 
she's gotta go like you know whatever situations but i feel like with dudes they always feel like they have to one up or they feel like they have to compete compete and feel like oh, okay all right whatever but i do feel like there are some friends who i have seen when i invite like for example if i go away or whatever it is and they be like oh cool like you coming out because alex is gone and it's just like nah it's just like i'm out mm-hmm. you know or maybe you know Alex isn't here. I don't want to just sit in the house not doing anything, so I'm about to go out with y'all. It's not because you can finally wild out because my girl is here. It's nothing to do with that. And it's just like when he does go out, I mean, let me just say this. If my nigga has a more fun of a time hanging out with me than y'all, that ain't my problem. Maybe your friends is boring. I don't know. Maybe it's that. I'm a ball of fun. I don't know. But do you think that if you didn't have your friend groups, okay, let me say this. You are the only married friend in your friend group. I am. How is that? It's fine. Why is it fine? It's fine because, like I said, my friends know their role that they play. They are my friends. Yeah. They know where I stand in my relationship. Exactly. And they know to respect what I have. Exactly. So they, like I said, it's knowing and putting boundaries in place yeah. with friendships. And then I also think it goes back to even somewhere with kids. Like, if I have a friend who's married, I know, like, like let's say for you, example, I, you, let's say you didn't have kids. Whatever. And it's just you and your husband. And I'd be like, hey, do you want to I understand that, you know, you don't live by yourself. Mm-hmm. Communicate that with your spouse. Let me know if you're good to go out. Okay, fine, cool, whatever it is. And I think people get it confused with it being kind of a permission thing, and it's not. Yeah. I think it's a matter of kind of courtesy. Yeah. So when I go out with my girls, like, you know, maybe they want to, Kool-Aid doesn't give a shit what time I come home, but for me, it's just kind of like, I don't want to be out till four in the morning. Like, I don't, because I know when Kool-Aid's out, I'm waiting up. Right. As a safety thing in my mind. Like, I want to make sure he gets home. Like, I'm not safe asleep. I don't feel comfortable going to bed until I know his ass is in the house safe as well mm-hmm. you know what i mean so if kool-aid wasn't in the house it's like okay fine whatever um but i just i, I just I, I, it's I, funny that you bring it up because in marriages there is you do have to set boundaries when it comes to that too because when me and my husband first got married we didn't really have a conversation of what like our marriage looks like or what a marriage looks like for both of us right so then we were stuck in a place for two years trying to figure out okay well how do i ask if i can go out and it's not that i need to ask well, I'm because not I'm, you. I'm not your mom and you're not my dad so i'm not asking you i'm letting you, I'm know. Letting you know courtesy wise hey i'm stepping out um i plan to be back um, around this time, if later, I will text you and let right. you know. Throw it up. But I'm going out. And I feel like people that are getting married or that are married right. need to establish that right. really fast because then you can have a negative back and forth with your, right. your spouse. And I think that's where we kind of messed up because we never had these conversations. Right. And now we're just having these conversations right. trying to figure out, right. okay, how do, what does this look like for us? And I also think it goes to your spouse knowing your friend group and being comfortable. Exactly. And saying, like, you know what? She's going out with so-and-so. Okay, all right, fine, whatever. Right. You know what I mean? And some people do have that one friend where the husband is just like, or this stupid girl, I was like, nah, y'all. Who, who's going? Oh, nah, y'all need to go. Right. And that, and for me, I don't switch up my friends. It's always the same group of friends. It's right. always the same people I go out with. I don't. If I'm not going out with them, right. then I ain't going out because, one, I ain't wasting my coin on nothing. So Hello. try me that Hello. we ain't doing that. But yeah, I think 
no. I, I'm I'm comfortable in my relationship and I'm comfortable in my friendships to where relationship or not, whatever the situation is, I don't feel like I need to compete for anything. I don't feel like I'm missing anything, so I don't care. And sometimes I want to hear fuck nigga shit. Mm-hmm. So it's just me and Kulai. So well, we just going to talk shit about each other? Like, that's <laughs> it. So sometimes I want to hear the funny stories. Right. You know what I mean? And then also when my friends do get in relationships and I do have one, a friend of mine who's now in her new relationship, it's just like, all right, like she's in her relationship time right now. Mm-hmm. I don't expect her to, to be a part of the group right to now. To want to be going out in this, that, and that. Like, she's booed up right now. She's enjoying that phase. So, I'm not upset. I'm not offended by it. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to see your nigga when we go out. Exactly. But, I mean, it is what it is. Girl's time is... girl, And my girl time is... It's girl time whether we in a relationship or not. Right. But that's just me. Like, that's even, like, going to, on my trip, like... One of my friends is in a relationship, and in other words, you know, they're talking to dudes or whatever it is. Like, that's like, okay, well, y'all go ahead and y'all have a good time. But I'm content with that. I don't feel like I'm missing anything. I don't feel like, you know, damn, I wish I could do this. Damn, I gotta get one off one, one last time. I don't care. Now, I do think I have, it's interesting how I can relate to some people and having another friend who's married. Mm-hmm. Because I could kind of, we could kind of bounce back on different stories and different right. things. So it's nice to have that every once in a while. But my friends are my friends. So. It is what it is. Alright, my dear. Yes. I know we're kind of ending a little early today, but... You but guys have been complaining about long podcasting, yeah, so we're yeah, giving yeah. you guys something short today. Yeah, yeah. But before we get up out of here, do we have a music plug for today, my dear? Yes, it is Beps. First of all, let's talk about Trina's whole motherfucking album being a bop. Okay, thank you. So fucking good. But Baps, B-A-P-S, uh, Trina featured Nicki Minaj, okay? I love how she was calling out niggas in the Give song. Give me a project check. Okay. So uh, yeah, that was my song. Yes, it was. It was a great song. Still is. Um, so yes, that's by Trina and Nicki Minaj. And that's all for me today, friend. Alright, guys. Thanks for tuning in again to another episode. Bye. Bye guys. <laughs>